Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Armchair Detectives Wanted. This is our special interest week, the world's most wanted. Here we will discuss four criminals that are wanted across the globe. Rest assured, they are out there and they can be found. Let's work together and as part of the Armchair Detectives Wanted team, we may just help find them. Just because they are wanted in one country, doesn't mean they aren't hiding in another. Under no circumstances should anyone try to apprehend or approach them. These are dangerous fugitives. If information becomes available, we will notify the appropriate authorities. Let's see what we can do as a team. Remember, don't just listen, be involved. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Before we start, I will just issue a warning. This podcast may include content that some could find upsetting. It may also contain offensive language. As with all these cases, they are real life events. So please be aware that the crimes have had an impact on the family and friends of the victim. The first case we are going to discuss is Derek McGraw Ferguson. He is wanted in the UK for the murder of Tam Cameron and potentially the murder of Billy Bates. Tam Cameron was told there were two men in the car park waiting to see him. At the time, Tam was working as a barman at Orchinairn Tavern in Bishopbiggs, Scotland. It is not known if this was a spontaneous meeting or one that had been arranged. As Cameron entered the car park, one of the males pulled out a gun and shot 49-year-old Tam through the chest. Both offenders then fled the scene. He was found by horrified staff and customers and paramedics were called to the scene. He was transported to Stob Hill Hospital in Glasgow but was pronounced dead on arrival. The police cordoned off the scene and forensic teams were called. Witness statements were obtained from those working and drinking at the pub. Tam had lived in Bishop Biggs with his wife Angela, who was 42 years old at the time, and his daughters Lisa, who was 27 at the time this case took place, and Amber, who was 16 years old. Enquiries revealed that this was a second tragedy that the family had suffered in the last two years. The couple had a son named Ross. He was fatally stabbed in the chest at a New Year party on January the 1st, 2006. Later that year, Andrew Burns, aged 21, was charged with the murder, but was later convicted of culpable homicide. He was sentenced to nine years in prison for this crime. The lead investigating officer into Tom's murder, Detective Chief Inspector John McGovern, stated he did not believe Tam's murder and that of his son were connected. He continued to say that he believed Tam knew his killers, although the police were struggling to identify a motive. He was described as a family man and his daughters were distraught over the death of their father. A suspect was quickly established for the murder and this was Derek McGraw Ferguson. It was thought that he had fled Scotland for Spain after committing the crime. 
Although his identity was known to police, it wasn't until 2011 that they made him a public suspect. Ferguson lived in the Postle Park area of Scotland. Around a month later, a second murder occurred, which had links to the murder of Tam. The decomposed body of Billy Bates, who was aged 43 at the time, was found in an oil drum by council workers. He was found on the 28th of July. The oil drum was located near Erskine Bridge in Dumbartonshire. Bates had gone missing shortly after Tam had been murdered. Bates, who was also from Postle Park, had been wanted for questioning by police over the murder of Tam Cameron. It is believed Bates had confided in associates. It was thought he was going to provide the police with a statement. Bates had been the victim of a sustained attack and his body had been in the drum for at least two weeks prior to its discovery. His family had reported him missing and issued photographs including one that showed a distinctive ring he was wearing. At the time of Billy Bates' murder, the police were trying to establish a motive for the killing of Tam Cameron and there was a rumour that Tam owed him money. Derek McGraw-Ferguson, who is wanted in connection with the murders, uses a number of aliases including William Murdoch Henderson and also the nickname Deco. He is also known to use fake Irish accents. The police have information he has been travelling between Ireland, Portugal, Holland, Turkey and Spain under various aliases. He is described as bald, five foot two with green slash blue eyes. Part of his left ear is missing and he has a tattoo of an arrow and heart with a dagger. There is information that he returned to Scotland previously using a fake passport. Derek Ferguson is wanted for the murder of Tam Cameron. He may also be a suspect in the murder case of Billy Bates. Derek Ferguson is an extremely dangerous individual. Under no circumstances should anyone try to apprehend him. If information comes to light of his potential whereabouts, then the appropriate authorities should be notified. Our next case is Brady Hamilton, wanted for the murder of Peter Ledger in Australia. At about 8.30pm on August the 4th, 1999, Peter Ledger was murdered. He was a member of the Comanchero biker gang. The dispute occurred when Ledger arranged for a Comanchero's nominee, Terry Scott, to trade in his Triumph motorbike for another member's Harley Davidson. This was for a fee of about $1,500. However, Ledger had organised this transaction without first obtaining the consent of the club leaders. Both men were ordered to reverse the sale, which they did immediately. However, Peter Ledger had breached the code of the biker gang and he was to be punished. The gang armed themselves with spike knuckle dusters, meat cleaver and a knife. The group then began to assault Ledger. It appears the intention was not to kill him, but merely teach him a lesson. However, the assault would lead to Ledger's death. His battered body was dumped outside the home of his estranged wife. 
The assault was described by the court as vicious and appalling torture. The beating was so severe that Ledger's right cheekbone was completely detached from the rest of his face. Injuries to his legs and knees indicated that a spiked knuckle duster had been used. Two people were arrested for the offence. One of those was Raymond Clissold, a member of the gang. He pleaded guilty to manslaughter and received a sentence of eight years. He mitigated his sentence with the fact he admitted the offence. He also stated he was ordered to carry out the brutal attack by the commander of the biker group, Jock Ross. Clissold also said that he did not intend to kill Ledger. In 2000, Brady Hamilton was also arrested for the murder. He was released from police custody but failed to return. A warrant for his arrest was issued in 2001. He is aged 55, 185 centimetres tall, with blue-grey eyes and ginger-red hair. He is Caucasian with a fair complexion. His chest is heavily tattooed. It is believed he left the state not long after being arrested. He has managed to evade capture since 2001. Our third case is in relation to the fugitive Donald Eugene Fields II. He is wanted for the alleged sex trafficking of at least one child in Missouri, America. The FBI have issued a $250,000 reward for any information leading to his arrest. Donald Fields committed his offences between 2013 and 2017. He is wanted by the FBI for recruiting, harbouring, transporting and soliciting a person who he believed was under the age of 18 to engage in commercial sexual acts. Donald Fields was born in Kentucky, but he was last known to be living in Franklin County, Missouri. He has family and friends both in Kentucky and Missouri. Police state he is using the trust he gains from underage children and then exploits that trust. Police believe he is a serious risk to minors. He has an alleged accomplice in Ted Santori. It is alleged they have trafficked a minor for their own gain and in return they received a vehicle, cash and a family vacation. Donald Fields allegedly began abusing the victim when she was just 11 years of age. The victim was entrusted into his care and he used that position of power and trust to abuse her. She has been the victim of physical, emotional and sexual abuse and was subject to rape. This, as you can imagine, has had a detrimental impact on her health and well-being. The victim will continue to suffer the long-lasting effects of emotional abuse. Donald Fields has also been charged with sexually abusing several other female minors. Yet again, he gains their trust and takes advantage of them. It seems he abuses females that are in his circle of care. Police say he is extremely dangerous and should not be given access or be near any minors. He is extremely manipulative. Donald Fields has been known to carry a firearm, so should be classed as armed and dangerous. He absconded prior to his trial.
As previously mentioned, Donald Fields was born in 1964 in Kentucky. He is described as six foot to six foot four, weighing between 219 to 235 pounds. He has hazel colored eyes. He also has scars on his chest, groin, left calf and both knees. He has a distinctive tribal tattoo on his right shoulder. He uses the aliases Don Fields, Donald Eugene Fields Jr and Eugene Fields. Donald Fields may be in the company of Jennifer Isgriggs. It is believed the two may be in a romantic relationship. Donald Fields is known to visit Kentucky, Indiana and Florida. Our fourth and final case this week involves Christian Adolfo Cookson, who is wanted for the murder of Edwin Farley Alvaro Quintero in Canada. At about 7.20pm on Sunday the 9th of October 2022, an altercation occurred at a soccer field, which led to the death of one man and two others fighting for their life. It was Thanksgiving Day and families were enjoying playing or watching sports at La Liga Sports Complex. It is situated on Dufferin Street and Finch Avenue, West Area of North York. It is known an altercation took place on the pitch. A spectator walked onto the football pitch and produced a firearm. He then fired indiscriminately into a group of players. The police and ambulance were called and three males were rushed to hospital, all suffering with gunshot wounds. Two of the victims were critically injured but did survive. The third victim was Edwin Farley Alvarado Quintero, aged 49. Although he was transported to hospital, he unfortunately died of his injuries. He was a husband and a father, recently immigrating from Colombia to Canada. He believed it was a safer place to live. He was a referee at local soccer matches. This was his passion. Unfortunately, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. His wife and daughters were devastated, as you can imagine. The offender was identified as Christian Adolfo Cookson, who is wanted for the murder of Quintero and the attempted murder of two others. Cookson was born on the 3rd of May 2003. He is described as Canadian Guatemalan and speaks English and Spanish. He is 5 foot 4 tall and about 119 pounds. He has brown eyes and dark brown hair. He has an alias of Tito. His last known address was in Toronto. He has strong ties to the greater Toronto area, in particular North York. However, police admit he could be anywhere in Canada. I just want to reiterate that these wanted fugitives are all described as armed and dangerous and should not be approached. If you obtain information that may lead to their location, then it needs to be provided to the relevant law enforcement. Someone knows where they are. Our team may just be able to help. Don't forget, go to www.armchairdetectiveswanted.com where you will find photos 
and further information about these cases. It is now week three of our scenario. You go and speak with the neighbour and she says she heard a terrible scream from inside the house and it was definitely a female screaming. The neighbour tells you that they are a nice family but appear to have been having some disagreements lately. She has heard them arguing previously. You decide to go to the address. The front door is locked. You go to the back door, but it is also locked. What do you do next? A. Wait for backup officers to attend the address. B. Ask the police control room to phone the address and make contact with the occupants. C. Force entry to the house. D. Go to the neighbours at the other side of the address to establish what they know. E. Bang loudly on the door to gain attention. Which option will you choose and why? Thank you for listening to Armchair Detectives Wanted. You are one of the team. Remember, don't just listen, be involved. We would really appreciate you recommending our podcast to others. We look forward to you joining us next week for episode four, Vanished on a One-Way Ticket to London.